Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to Flip This with Steve Londo, the real estate investing podcast that focuses on finding and negotiating with motivated sellers and flipping houses without using banks or private lenders. You must be prepared to ignite. Like prank call us, dude. 
got them birds moving. Uh, All I do is win. I'm allergic to losing. Yeah. Yellow gold Cuban, uh, nine mil Rugen. Uh, I show you what to do with them. Finish them, I'm through with them. They gon' have to jump me. Just gon' take a few of them. They don't want no problems. They might end up suing them. Disassociate yourself. Have nothing to do with them. We already got a jet. Yeah. We trying yeah. to get two of them. Just blue child crack lobsters, little Italy. Your wife see a screamer yelling, slow down, show you killing me. Beat it like a prize fight. Mommy, I'm a rude boy. You just hit the power ball. Every day a new toy. Nigga, it's a stick up. A motherfucking robbery. I done did some things to have Haitian Jack proud of me. Riding through Harlem. Me and Jeezy pardon me. Puffy surfing on the hood for niggas that keep doubting me. All I do me. is win, 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 no matter what. Got money yeah. on my mind like it never right. did enough. We never be a talent through the reason. Everybody hands hey. go up. Hey. Showtime. And they stay there. And they stay there. Hello again. Hello again, my friends. Get that beat going. Jamie doesn't have the headphones, unfortunately. What's up? This is Flip This Podcast. This is the real estate investing podcast that teaches you how to find and negotiate with motivated sellers to flip houses without using banks or private lenders. Sometimes. As always, I'm your host, Steve Londo. I am a full-time wholesaler, flipping houses in Detroit and its suburbs. Wholesaling is where you go out and find someone that wants or needs to sell their house, negotiate a price, and sign a contract to buy it for, say, $30,000. You go market it and find a buyer for $40,000, and you assign that contract to them, and you get to make what's in between. Today, and for all future episodes, I'm joined by my awesome producer, Sir Jeremy Burgess. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hey, everybody. How you doing? And I love this new format. This is episode two in the new format. Episode 14 overall. 14. Should have been like 59 or something like that, but that's all right. Next year, we'll be at number 99. Um, The new format is basically going to be broken down into sections, as you heard last week. The little intro here, and then we're going to talk about some deals. We're going to talk about what's working best and what's not working or what I may be struggling with so that I can work through my issues and maybe help you guys work through yours. And also, maybe you can share, too. Maybe mm-hmm. you have an answer, right? There you go. Be, this is about help, man. So if you can fix something, reach out to Steve. Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. If you have a cool idea, don't be afraid to share, man. That's what we're doing right here, too. 100%. And then I've always got stories, funny stories, rants, angry old man, get off my lawn rants, uh, or wins, and then a wholesale tip of the week. So to start out this week's episode, as always, we're going to go right into the deals. I got some good deals here this week. Now, hey, we like deals. Some of these, I like money, and deals equal money. So one thing that... I will say as a disclaimer, if you're not on my list already and you get on that list by going to 313cashdeals.com, if you're not on that list, there's a good chance that you're going to hear this and go, oh, that sounds like a great deal. It probably is. It's, it's gone. So there's a very good chance if you listen to this and you find something you like that it could already be gone. So if that happens to you, there is no excuse. Right now, stop what you're doing, push pause, and go to 313 
cashdeals.com. Wait, wait, what was that again? 313 cash deals with an S dot com. Boom. All right, ready? I'll wait. <laughs> okay, good. You're done. So the first deal I have, this house, if you love nasty, dirty, shit filled house, okay, not actual shit. Stuff everywhere. Hoarders, if you love this kind of house, this is this is for you. You got a hoarder house, huh? This is a good house. Right. This house is full of stuff. It does need everything. I mean, like everything. Um, but it's in a beautiful area. I think the ARV is probably close to 140 uh, or maybe even 150. The house next door sold for one, over 170 recently, as in this year. And it's a little bigger um, than my house, than my subject property here. So, But it is in Trenton. It is 350 Elm. That's Elm Street, like as in Nightmare on Elm Street. And this house, whoo, right now it sure is a nightmare. So why don't you buy it and make it the awesome house that it really should be and could be? So it's 350 Elm Street in Trenton. It's 48183. Um, it's like a California bungalow. There's an upstairs. Um, it's three bedrooms, one bath, about 1,300 square feet. There is a basement, but there's no garage. Um, and the the comp at 170 does have a garage. Uh, it was built in 1916, so it's a nice older home. It's got some good, good character to it, though. There is a, definitely needs a roof, and there's some water damage from the roof. Um, that's part of the whole thing. If it were me, I'd probably gut the whole house down to the studs. I think that's probably overkill. But I have bad experience with water and mold and shit like that, so I am the, you know, kill it with fire, I guess, but not fire. <laughs> Just nuke it, it from orbit to be yeah, sure. <laughs> get it gone. Get it out of my house. So I would I would probably gut it, but it really probably doesn't need that. It just needs a major clean out, clean up, redo the floors, paint, new kitchen, new bath. It really needs everything. My rehab estimate, and I don't always give estimates on prices because it, it really changes from person to person and uh, contractor to contractor. Disclaimer, if you call and you use this to beat up on the price then it, that, that's just a no-go right there, right? This is to aid you yeah. in your purchasing decision, not for you to use as a negotiating chip. All right. For sure. And really, it's, as always, you got to do your own due diligence. I, I try to give you a as full a picture as I can. Um, photos, video, repairs of what's needed. This house pretty much needs everything you can think of it's going to need it so just factor that in i had estimated the rehab at about 50 grand but you can buy this house for forty six thousand four six, and you put about 50 into it and you've got a hundred and forty hundred and fifty thousand dollar house that sounds like a pretty good spread so that's a good flip too right? very good flip would it be a good uh rental or this could flip? be a good rental especially if your name is josh and you own pretty much all of the down river area I've already emailed this to you, so um, this this <laughs> could be already. <laughs> yeah, this actually I emailed it to him today. This could be a good uh, a good rental property. Certainly a phenomenal area. Um, beautiful parks nearby. It's close to downtown. It's walking distance to everything. Really nice area. This is the shitty house on the block. This is well, the, Trenton's like a little sleeper community. It's yeah. downriver, but it's really awesome. Good values, good purchases for sure. Houses move, so yep. So again, forty six thousand. This is three five zero Elm Street, three one three cashdeals dot com. Steve at stevebuyshousesfast dot com. If you want to take a look at it, 
um, you can give me a call and you can certainly get a link to pictures. Also, go ahead and search my Facebook page. Every one of these properties has been posted to my Facebook page and you can get a look at all of the pictures, videos, things like that right there on the Facebooks. We like Facebook. Yes. I love like Facebook. the page if you haven't already liked the page and all this will be in the show notes, folks. The next property is a duplex in Pontiac. This house, again, this is this must be the shit house section, the shit section of the, the podcast. These houses are, they need a lot of work. But when you're a wholesaler and you are, actually when you're a rehabber and a flipper too, this is what you love. You love these shitty houses that need a lot of work. Yeah, how you get deals, man? That's right. You're not going to buy, you're not going to get these good prices on the on a house that needs nothing. You want hero money, you mm-hmm. got to do hero rehabs. That's folks. right. So this is a duplex. It's two one. Each unit's two bedroom, one bath, seventeen hundred square feet total. Uh, it's p- split pretty evenly. It's up and down duplex. Both kitchens need to be done. There's new pergo floors in the lower part of the living room. Um, it's got a big lot. It does need some yard cleanup as well. Uh, again, this house is as is. Everything you see with this house, you buy. So don't ask me to clean it out. There ain't no nothing broom clean about these do these two deals. That's for sure. So. Don't call me and say, oh, well, it's going to cost $1,000 to get this. Yeah, I've already factored that in. Trust me. So this is 86 North Jesse Street, J-E-S-S-I-E in Pontiac, 48342. Again, it's a duplex, two units. Uh, the taxes are really low. They were only 1000 last year. Um, built in 1920. Again, it needs pretty much everything. New kitchens, some flooring, paint, things like that. The bathrooms could use some attention. Uh, I will sell this today for 18000 So if this house is even still available, when you're listening to this, uh, 18000 and it is yours, you're going to probably put another fifteen to twenty into it, and you've got a great moneymaker. Pontiac's a very, very good rental market. Um, they, do, they are very strict on their enforcement. Uh, you do need to be in compliance with everything and do everything by the book. And you will you will get along very well, I think. But it's a very very good rental market. It's similar to Detroit, uh, with some better prices in terms of values. The next deal is in Detroit. This house, actually, I'm gonna let Jeremy talk about this because this is one of his deals, yeah. and it is a really 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 nice one. And I can't do it justice because I don't know as much about it as Jeremy does. So 1607 Putnam in Detroit is 48208. Why don't you tell the listeners about this house? First of all, this is tucked away in Woodbridge, which if you're familiar with Detroit, it's one of those super hot areas where if you could have gone back in time six, seven years ago, you could have bought the whole neighborhood probably for a million dollars. And now there, a lot of these things are selling for over $200,000. So this is what we call a townhouse. Um, there's some pros and cons to a townhouse versus a condo. Um, this is the middle unit. So this is a townhouse with three units. This is the middle unit. Uh, it's about a thousand square feet, three bedroom, one bath with a basement. Um, has a separate entrance in the front and the back. It does need a roof. Windows are good, needs paint and the floors refinished on the inside. Um, also needs some positive grade around the house. So this is, uh, some old people owned it and unfortunately, Old people did what they do, which is die when none of us get out of this alive, right? And they pass it on. They didn't keep it in great condition, so it needs a roof. Needs some positive grade around it. The downspouts for the gutters need to be further away 
from the foundation that there's not foundation problems or water problems, but um, you want to fix it. So there's not. All right. Um, everything else is relatively up to date. There's some minor things. Um, there's a cracked tiles in the kitchen, you know, piddly, piddly stuff, you know, like less, less than 15 grand is what I would put it at. And that'd be flip quality. Uh, and this would be an excellent rental or an excellent flip comp strongly at uh, 160 to 180. All right. So it needs about 15 grand and rehab. And by the way, this is literally two and a half blocks away from Wayne State University. Wow. Yeah, it's right next to all that hipster shit. Mm-hmm. Um, as New I like stadium. to say, hey, it's wider than sour cream now, man. <laughs> There's kids riding bikes in the neighborhood. They're white. Like it's okay. this is a complete transformation. And now it's a mixed community with black people, white people. And safe cops patrolling. It, this is what we want every community to be like. It's turned around that much, but it's like nice. night and day over seven years ago. So yours today for a cool $125,000 paid. Uh, what do we want? Gold doubloons. Or you know what? Bitcoin would be Bitcoin. Good. All right. I would love to tell you Bitcoin. what. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The first person that buys a house from me and will pay me my EMD in Bitcoin. I will take a thousand dollars off the purchase price of the house and have them on the podcast and have them on the podcast because yeah, I I be on this really with Steve really want to do a Bitcoin deal now I can't do the whole transaction through that just because of the nature of real estate but I could accept my assignment fee via Bitcoin or what I'm going to start with is the EMD via Bitcoin I love it cryptocurrency awesome. folks yeah. so. there's also one called Ether. If you're if you're up on this cryptocurrency, Ether, I think, is the next big one that's coming yeah, up. And I don't sell deals. So if you want a deal, go to 313cashdeals.com because if I can't sell it in a few phone calls, all I'm going to do is give it to Steve and I'll let him do what Steve does, which is sell shit. I so. will get that motherfucker sold yep. somehow. So the next property that we have here is in Melvindale. There is, I would say, a stronger than 80% chance that this deal's gone as you're listening to it. I've already got someone inspecting it. We have a a verbal price agreement, but I'm going to say it anyway because until it's pen to paper and I have an EMD in my account, it ain't sold. That's right. 17312 Flora. That's F-L-O-R-A in Melvindale, 48122. Melvindale is another one of those communities. It's downriver. Not very popular. Um, you don't know. I don't hear a lot of people talking about Melvindale, but I think it's underrated as a rental, um, a rental market. Phenomenal values there. Uh, this is a two-story home. It's frame. Um, I don't know what kind of style you'd call it. I guess a colonial. It's kind of a weird little boxy house. Uh, it does back up to sort of an industrial area. There's no garage. There's a shed back there. Um, but there is a basement. It's unfinished. Three bedrooms, two baths. It's about 1,200 square feet, a little over. Built in 1922. Um, there's hardwood floors throughout. They do need to be refinished. It needs paint, uh, some carpet in the areas that you want carpet in. Definitely needs it needs flooring in throughout pretty much every room. Maybe one bathroom you can get away with keeping it. Uh, it's got an older furnace, but it seems to be functional and working well. There's no AC. The electricity is off currently, so we need to schedule at a time during the day to come take a look at it. Uh, but I will sell this house for twenty seven thousand five hundred. Again, it's one seven three one two Flora in Melvindale. I think it probably needs about eight grand. It depends on what you do with the bathroom and the kitchen. Uh, it does need some minor plumbing work, 
So that's probably the, the plumbing and the flooring and the paint is the biggest stuff. The roof looks good. Um, I think this is a very, very good deal. Someone could rent this for probably eight fifty to 900 a month, maybe more. I tend to be a little conservative on my rental estimates. That's a good um, thing, though. I don't like to over-promise and under-deliver. Well, not everybody does the same rehab as well. Some That's people will come in and do your typical landlord rehab, and then they want the top of the market. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a good thing to come in conservative. Yep. And it, honestly, with this house, you could probably fix the minor plumbing repairs, uh, maybe paint it and clean the carpets, and you'd probably be able to rent it as is. Just There's lots of people like that. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So the next set, that, that's going to wrap it up for the deals this week. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to do just a handful every week. These are, this is not all of the inventory. Dude, I love it already. It, I love just talking about the deals. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as I get a little more prepared, this first couple episodes, I didn't, we didn't really know what we were going to do. We didn't know what we were going to do until 15 minutes before. Yeah. So, so thank God, Jeremy, Jeremy handed me a list with a, some sections. It's brilliant. I love it. And this is why a, this podcast is going to take off and shine now because I've got help. Uh, I've got some direction. I need a little bit of a shove sometimes and the, the accountability really to be consistently here every week. Now it's scheduled and it's an event in my calendar every week that I'm going to record these podcasts and uh, then they're going to get released every week. My problem has been that it's been difficult to gather the equipment, set it up at home, record and then hurry the equipment back to Jeremy. It's boring it doing it by so, yourself too, frankly. And it really it sucks is. doing it, it by yourself. It just is. Yeah. It's so much better when the, I have someone I can look at. And Way more fun. Bounce ideas off of, um, make laugh now and again. And, you know, it's one thing to make a joke, and I think it's funny. And I have no idea if anybody else is laughing at it. Yeah, how weird is it? You tell a joke, you're <laughs> laughing by yourself in a room by <laughs> yourself. Nobody knows what, what the fuck is so funny. Why is he laughing? Yeah, I don't get it. So anyway, so that's going to wrap it up for the deal section. Look forward to that. Again, if you want to cut to the front of the line, the fastest way to do that is to buy something. And the best way to get informed on those deals is to get them as they happen. And that's by going to 313cashdeals.com. Com Tell about your up. text list too. Yeah, so the, I'm switching to a not switching to. I've I've always had this and I've been implementing it a little at a time. Um, I have a text list. So there, I sort of had three levels of lists, right? There's the first list, which is my email that you all can sign up on at three one three cashdeals dot com. The next thing is all those people get put into this text list as well. If you don't respond to the text, you don't make offers, you don't inquire like how much or what you know. Can I see it? anything like that, or you make offers, I'll just delete you from that text list. That's not a problem. If you don't do either anything from those two lists, you don't get to the third list. The third list is before I mass send anything out, you get a phone call or a text message. Hey, I got a deal. 350 Elm Street, Trenton. What do you think? 50K. And then you go, hmm. And then we talk and I maybe negotiate. Maybe maybe I, I take a chance. Sometimes if you make me a good offer, I like speed. I like to close quickly. If I can make five five grand today, really, really fast in maybe a week or two, versus maybe making ten in thirty days, I'm going to take that five pretty much every single time. Yeah, so, I don't like showing houses multiple times either. It. No, fuck I don't that. like showing houses. Period. So yeah. that's why we take a hundred <clears throat> pictures, man. You guys, mm-hmm. the, your approach to to walk through on houses, folks, if you're working with wholesalers, needs to be. If they're doing it correctly, you're confirming mm-hmm. information you already know because there's already over 100 plus pictures. If it's wrong, there's a picture of it. If it's right, there's a picture of yep. it. So it, don't just see the address and let do a walkthrough. Take the time to go through 
the pictures. Don't waste our time, and we will give you good deals, man. That's right. That's right. So people always ask me, how do I get on that list? Close. Buy something. Buy something and close fast. Because then the next time I have something that's similar to that, or you say, look, I like this deal, but I'm really looking for this. The next time I get one of those areas, I'm calling you. You yeah. just close a deal in a week, I'm calling you. You get, you go to the tippy top. I like fast. Yep. So there's a lot of people that I've done multiple deals with um, in this market that, you know, we're, we're, in fact, one of them, Rob, asked me that. How do I get on that text list? He's like, I heard, I heard Jeff talking about this text list that, you know, you get a good deal in Royal Oak and you text or you, I actually, Jeff does not do text. So Jeff gets a <laughs> phone call. It's 2016. Mr. Jeffrey, you yeah. can get with the time. No, I'm just playing. No. He does do email so I can email him. But, um, so then he'll get a phone call usually and I'll run it by him, get his thoughts. And if he's interested, I don't do anything else until he sees it. So that list is sort of groomed and it, it's, you can fall off of that list by no fault of your own too. And by just sheer mistake where I don't think of you. So sometimes it's good to just check in with me from time to time. Um, reminding me that you're out there and you're looking for deals. I am at most networking events, um, in this local area. There's the big three or four areas that I'm at two of them generally every month. Um, RDI and then either Emria, Wendy's Ria or Tom and Aaron's meetup. I'm generally at, two of those three um, every month, certainly one of the three. And then of course you can connect with me here by listening and sharing this podcast and emailing me at Steve at Steve buys houses fast.com. So the next section here on this week's podcast is what's working and what's not this week. What's working for me is I'm, I'm doing more appointments. And I talked about this last week. I switched and had Mariah uh, scheduling, taking the phone calls and booking the appointments for me. And so me and my team are going on more appointments than we have in the last two months, just barely more, a few more, but the conversion rate is phenomenally better. And I think part of that is that Mariah is doing some pre-screening, but she's not overly pre-screening, which is one of the things I think we were doing a little bit before. And then the other is that, of course, I'm doing more appointments and that's not to take away from, you know, Dave or Joel, my sales guys, my acquisitions reps. But they're still new and they're still learning. And I have been doing this a long time, so I'm pretty good at it. So my conversion rate is pretty good. My conversion rate has gotten much better. My inspection conversion rate, which means for every house I went to to see myself uh, getting a contract, was over 70%. So I went on 14 inspections and I got 10 contracts in the month of September. That's really good. That's really good. Probably too good. Yeah. I need to fail a little good. bit more. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Get so that means I need to go right on more offers. <laughs> yep. I need to go on more appointments. Um, and then also uh, I'm looking at that and going, ah, oh, there's an aberration 10. I went from the last few months, generally five to seven every month. And then, uh, August was really low on the incoming contracts. It was only two. So a lot of that carried over for things that I started doing in August um, it's just the way the nature of the business is same with all your tracking for marketing and things like that. It's never the numbers that I read off and that I'll mention are never truly from just that month. It's always from what you've done the previous 90 days before that month that you're really going to get an accurate read on. So yeah, I got 10 contracts last month, but it's from activities that I started in July that really started to pay off in the end of August and in early September when they actually started to close. 
So that's what's working best for me right now is I'm going on more appointments, um, being less selective on the appointments I go on in terms of booking them and getting out in front of them. And then I'm being, I'm doing a better job of actually converting them in person. So that's, that's the win for the month. What's not working very well has been my training. Um, this I'm is so, so hard, man. It's, it's really so hard, hard to train people. Yeah. Number one, just in general, it's hard to train people. But number two, I'm busy trying to do deals and, and make money. I've got kids. I got five kids to feed. It's a lot of responsibility and I have to make sure I've got income. So when push comes to shove, if the time, uh, tug of war is between training and, and doing it's doing unfortunately like nature, right? Nobody likes seeing the little baby wildebeest get eaten by the lion. (laughs) That's just exactly how things work. If you have a, I can go train someone or I can go get a contract. Yep. Sorry, little baby wildebeest. There'll yep. be more. Um, and that's just the way it goes. So, and the other factor is both of my sales guys right now have day jobs. Yeah. You know, they still, they got kids too. They got families to feed and that's how they pay their bills right now. So, <clears throat> excuse me. In the meantime, uh, a lot of my appointments are getting booked for earlier in the day. So they can't even shadow me and go along for the ride, which is one of the best ways that that I do my training. So one of the not working best things for me right now is to, to train my people better. And here's a few examples of why I'm saying that, where it came up and what I'm going to do to fix it besides firing their ass. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Sort of. of. Uh, He knows. I've already talked to him about it, so I'm not throwing anybody anybody under the bus, but I'm also not going to mention their name. It's also your fault, right? It is my fault because I didn't give them the tools they needed to be successful. Um, I gave them some of the tools, but I forgot to give them the bag to hold them in, I guess. So one of the issues was the inspections themselves. So, the consistency of the and the quality of the inspection reporting has diminished. I have an inspection rehab estimate that I, you fill out. It's basically an app that you do and you fill out these little drop downs and it will produce an, a, a repair estimate for me. In addition to that though, there's a section in there that has notes and you can either put it in there or you can send it in an email and you need to do a write up of what specifically needs to be repaired other general feelings and notes about the house. You are my eyes and ears on the ground at the house. I need to know you're expecting me to give you the numbers to make an offer on, but you're not giving me enough information to make that offer with. I'm seeing bedrooms, bathrooms, square footage, everything I could see. I could make an offer over the phone with the stuff that you're giving me at this point. So that was one step that needed to be improved on or one part of the inspection process that need to be improved on. The other was for some inexplicable reason, this uh, acquisitions rep decided to just provide a video walkthrough for their inspection instead of photos with the video. So my explanation to him was um, think of the photos of the inspection as the meal, right? You're going out to dinner The photos are the meal and the video walkthrough is the dessert that's added on. It's a bonus. Some people don't want it. They don't always get dessert. Some people don't care about the video walkthrough. Everybody needs to see pictures and a video. You, unless you're stopping and pausing it and you, it's just not going to work. It's not going to be 
as clear of a presentation of the, what the house is as photos or photos combined with video. The whole point of doing the video was to value add, not solely do the video. So I had to explain that and ask why he chose to do that. He didn't really say why. He just thought that it would be a good idea. And the video is a good idea. That's why I told him to do it, but not in place of our photos. Yeah, not in lieu of photo yeah. cell. Yeah, photo video, cell. Videos like uh, what, the whipped cream, cream on. Yeah, yeah. The cherry. Yep, the cherry on top. Yep, yeah. for sure. The confetti. <laughs> yep. And then another thing was, um, and the same rep too. So another issue was with a seller who we had a contract with. We're ready to close. He explained the process to them poorly. And was very ambiguous about what in responding to a question that she asked. So the question the seller asked was, should I pay my taxes and water and stuff like that before closing? And the correct answer to that question is no. The title company will take all of that into account. It's all on the settlement statement. They're going to pay each thing. You'll see it in a line item. They're going to take it all out of your proceeds from the sale. So our sales price is say ten thousand dollars. They're going to subtract subtract two thousand for the taxes, a thousand for this, five hundred for the water bill, and you're going to be walking away with the difference. Well, his answer wasn't that. His answer was, "Oh, if you want to, sure." Or I don't think it really matters. It really, it really does matter. Yeah. Really matters, especially because in Detroit. Well, the big difference, the big problem was the title company had to prepare all these documents and statements and all that before the closing. Typically, I have it at least the day before closing. I'm trying to get to these things two days before closing so that my buyer sees their numbers, the seller sees the numbers. If there's any questions or problems, we can fix it before we're at the closing table. Well, she did this the day of the morning of closing. We're closing at one o'clock. And she went and paid all these things at like 1030 or 11 o'clock. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah, that's a nightmare. So she brought receipts, which, yeah, we could have fixed it and removed it um, and just revised the statements. A minor headache. But one of the tax bills, she didn't bring enough cash with her. So she had to pay it with credit card. Well, title company was like, "Mm, you know what? Until that payment fully clears and we know that it's posting as paid in the city. We need to hold back that amount. Yeah, which is and reasonable. We're going to hold a little extra yeah. just in case. If you're insuring title, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't you do the same thing? I would, exactly. Yeah, it's reasonable. It's annoying. Yep, it's annoying. So I had to explain to property inspector, or not a property inspector, uh, acquisitions rep, don't do that. If you don't know the answer to a question, that's okay. There's a lot of things that you don't know the answer to. There's a lot of things that I don't know the answer to the way that you respond to the questions you get from sellers that you don't know the answer to is I don't know. Let me find out and get back to you. Or I'm not sure. Let me check with Steve or let me check with my boss or let me check and get back with you. And that could have been a really quick text. We've been communicating back and forth about this property and several other things with the seller. It was an owner occupied home and they, they had to move out at closing. We're not allowing any occupancy after closing things like that. So that was something that needed to be communicated better from me to him and from him to her and a little better training process and materials probably could have alleviated that. And certainly on his end, it's a learning process and something that he could um, factor in. So 
So that's my what's working best and what's what, what's not working right now. The not working is some better training. Um, it's so hard. Can I comment about the training? Yeah. When you've done it for so long, I don't know if you do this too. I skip steps on accident. For sure. It's So it's like a rinse and repeat. You just got to brutally go back and do it again and again and again. And we just had somebody go put something under contract. And I know I talked about it being a tax title and it came back tax title. So yep. that's a that's a training failure. So and these things are easy to do. And you'd be surprised how many steps you skip when you're telling somebody because you don't think about it. So. Yeah. Yep. That's why I say it was Steve's fault. It's our fault because we're the ones doing the fucking training. Right? That's right. Yeah. They're learning from me. How they're supposed to learn if yeah. we're, we don't, you know, laid out clearly. So. Yep, for sure. So one of the things that sort of leads into, and I sort of meshed the two together. Um, the next section of the podcast is stories. So sometimes they're going to be funny stories. Sometimes I'm going to be ranting and raving about something that happened in my business or a silly story with a seller or a buyer uh, a win, something that really happened. And and from time to time, something that really profoundly changed my focus and the way I look at my business because something bad happened or I made a huge fuck up or mistake. And um, so I'm going to tell the story about that. This week, the story was going to be about my acquisitions rep and the closing that almost didn't happen. So I sort of melded the two together, welded the two together there. But basically, the story this week is... Um, to make sure that you communicate very well because otherwise you can cause a lot more headaches for yourself than necessary. So now a closing that should have been done last Friday, I'm still dealing with today a Wednesday, um, cleaning up little details, little minor things, uh, with the seller, the water bill, the final taxes, making sure the tax bills showing as paid, making sure we have the final water bill so she can get her escrow back. We got the keys over to my buyer yesterday because it took a couple days for that to work out. My buyer on that one's overseas. They have a property manager and they went and did their final walkthrough at the house at 1030 on Friday morning, the day we closed. And we're supposed to get the keys then. The seller told me her husband gave him them the keys at that time. And then I didn't find out until yesterday, Tuesday afternoon. They never got keys. They haven't been to the house. This is in Detroit in a marginal marginal neighborhood. Yeah, that's not good. That really could have been bad. I mean, there was people probably scouting this house on Friday. Yeah. And Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, four full days go by. Um, that could have been really bad. If this was winter and it was dark at five o'clock, I the house probably would have been stripped. Yeah. So we're very lucky about that. So no real story this week other than that. Um that's going to be one of my favorite favorite um, sections of this podcast, though, is I've, I've got a ton of stories. There's always something that happens. There's always something that comes up during the day, during the week, in the business. And if something didn't happen this week, I definitely have stories for years. I've been doing this a decade. i got stories um, to tell you. One of the best stories, since I sort of melded the two together here, one of the best stories that you can, if you haven't already heard it, is the raccoon piss house. Oh my God. That's the greatest <laughs> video you did of all time too. I'll put it in the show notes. Perfect. So this house was off of a vacant postcard. Uh, I'm not going to get too deep into the story. You have to watch the video because the story, I kind of explain how I found the lead, the, the house itself, all the challenges that we had with the house, um, the closing process, getting the deal to the table. I mean, there was a whole great lot, story, man. It's a whole great lot story. of that. 
So just go to my YouTube channel, um, 313 Cash Deals. You can search Londo Properties. Uh, just just search Raccoon Piss House. It'll be the only one that shows up. I, if there's another one, I, I'm suing you for copyright. Cause like, this is- <laughs> we had to open the doors and windows for like 15 minutes just to do. It's not even a long video. It was no. like five minutes yeah, maybe? Yeah, five or six minutes. Yeah. Great video. It was Way worse than cat piss, by the way, folks. <laughs> yeah. Raccoon piss is worse than cat piss, if you're curious. Yeah. It's terrible. Raccoon shit, too. It looked like human shit. It was kind of creepy. It is a little Actually, creepy. it might have been human shit. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? So anyway, it came off a vacant uh, vacant house list postcard. Um, fun story. Entertaining story. Go check it out. Jeremy, will ha- the minions, will have it linked into the podcast uh, show notes. Uh, raccoon piss house. Great story. Great fun story. So the last part, last section for this week and for every week, the wholesale tip of the week. Last week's tip was mail multiple times. This week is going to be pick one thing, one thing, one mailing list, one lead source, and stick to it until it works. Boom. Before you start adding a bunch of other lead sources and a bunch of ideas and shiny objects, pick one. The one that I suggest because it's the one that worked for me and the one that everybody said not to do, but I did it anyway and built a six-figure business for three years doing it this way. Absentee owners. Um, it's a, there's a, it works in every city. Every city has absentee owners. The motivation levels will vary from not motivated at all to extremely motivated. And if you mail it consistently, you will get deals. It doesn't have to be absentee owners. It's what I suggest, but you can do absentee owners. You could pick bandit signs. You could pick probate. You can pick probate and mail letters. You can pick probate and mail postcards. You can pick probate and call. You can pick probate and call the personal rep. You can call the attorney. There's, I mean, probate alone, there's five different niches that you could do. Just pick one and then become an expert at it. Learn it inside and out. Create a system around it and do it. And I swear to you, you will be successful. You will make money. And then when you've built a successful business off of that one niche, then you can start to add to it. You can start to focus. And this this could take three months. It could take a year. It could take two years before you get to the point where you feel comfortable adding other revenue streams or other lead sources. Um, my bread and butter has been absentee owners. I've dabbled in bandit signs i've done dabbled in google adwords i've done a fair amount of facebook marketing i'm liking the results from that so far and it's different not everybody's doing it and then vacant house lists probate lists i've added sections of these in and i don't add them all in at once and i don't do them all at once Uh, i never add multiple new marketing streams at one time and the reason is, if you add a bunch at once, how do you know which one's really working? Especially if you struggle with some of the tracking. If you don't have a system in place like Zoho or Podio or something good to do your tracking with your systems, with your leads, with your marketing lists, um, it's going to be really hard to track with what's going on in terms of uh, what's working best. You have to track what you're doing in order to adjust and to make the right adjustments, you got to know if it's working. 
Well, have the discipline to do the right thing the right way before you do the next thing. Right. It's so hard. I know, man. I'm I I wake up angry that I haven't done things already. Like <laughs> I it sounds stupid, but I wake up angry I'm not working. Mm-hmm. I understand. And uh, that urge to rush through things and do the next thing before you're ready, but that's an excellent point, Steve. Yep. Yep. Just do it and do it. Do it do it right. Do it right and then do it well. Yeah. Then do the next thing. And then add something. Yeah. So, and you don't again, you don't have to pick what I picked. I do highly suggest starting with absentee owners because they're prevalent. It will literally work in any area. You can get the list from multiple sources and you, you will spend a fair amount more to get your deals probably than other lists maybe because it's not the most motivated list. But I, for all the people that hate on it in terms of- It's a great list. It's a great list. Man. I built this business off of that yeah. list. Dug myself out of poverty with working yeah. your shit off that list. Yeah. So yep. works every time, man. 90% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> you always say in the Navy is uh, 50, 50, 90. You have the 50, 50 chance of getting it right, and 90% of the time you'll get it wrong. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so 50, 50, 90. <laughs> I like it's a little that. bit of reverse on that one. So. I like that. So anyway, that's going to wrap up this week. So I'm going to let Jeremy do the closing outro. Again, I want to thank Jeremy a lot for helping me with this podcast. You're welcome. He is going to be acting as my producer, my Jamie to uh, the Joe Rogan. I can Google. Yep, he can Google. And he's uh, much better looking than Jamie probably. Too. Actually, I don't know Jamie Nobody even like. knows what he looks like. That's he the best part. pictures on his Instagram. <laughs> so, yeah. So I really appreciate it. It's going to help you guys, and it's going to help me because it gives me – another set of eyes it gives me someone to bounce things off of like we said in the i don't know if it was the last podcast or the early part of this podcast but it is um so much better and easier to do this podcast with someone else even in the room than trying to do this by yourself it is weird doing it by yourself it's very strange yeah and then it also is going to be much more consistent one of my biggest issues is struggling with some of the organization maybe some even ideas so one thing that i would ask of you is if you have podcast topics that you want me to discuss if you have questions if you have challenges if you have something that you're struggling with and you just can't figure out how to push through this scenario or this problem whether it's a specific scenario with a seller or a challenge that you're facing in your business or it's a paralysis of a you know analysis paralysis situation where you're just overthinking it and you need me to tell you to stop fucking thinking about it and take some action write in message me email, text, send smoke signals. I don't give a shit. Reach out. Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. I'm here to help you. This is the reason I'm doing this podcast. I want to help and give back. It's so much easier in this day and age to be able to learn this business from when I started. From when I started, the internet was still fairly young, certainly with high-speed internet and being able to download video and audios like this. Like I said earlier in the podcast, it was CDs that I had to rely on. I had to wait for them to come in the mail or pick them up at a RIA and then listen to them in my car You know, as I drove around. Now I can listen to it on my phone, in my car, at the Not gym, disc man. as I walk. Do these kids man. even know what a yeah. disc man is? <laughs> and it keeps skipping when you're trying to jog or yeah. something. I don't jog. Batteries run out. <laughs> Batteries <laughs> never lasted more than fucking three days. Figure no. that out. I never crazy. And battery technology is amazing too. Yeah. We sound so, like those old fuckers talking about how <laughs> things used to be. 
So anyway, thanks for listening. I'm going to let Jeremy walk us out. And until next time, I'm out. All right, folks, here's what we need you to do. If you like this podcast, takes Steve a long time out of his day to do this stuff. All right, folks. So first, if you don't want to miss a deal, go to 313cashdeals.com. I love doing these deals in the podcast. But this is being recorded in advance, at least two or three days, maybe as much as a week. It's the way we have to fit it into our schedule, so don't miss out the deals. If you're thinking about selling a house, go to stevebuyshousesfast.com. Also, if you want to know everything else about Steve, go to Clixo, C-L-Y-X-O.com forward slash S-Londo, S-L-O-N-D-E-A-U. This will be in the show notes. And all things Steve will be there. And here's what we need you to do, folks. We need you to like. We need you to subscribe. We need you to rate and review on iTunes. And most importantly, from the Flip This Podcast page on Facebook or the Renegade Troy Investor page on Facebook, share this podcast with your friends. We have a goal to get to 5,000 weekly listeners. And we're going to double the amount of content for you if you share that. Until next week, folks crush it. See ya.